Hey, family, it's Coach Josh. Hope y'all doing exceptionally well. Um, you're watching my live Q&A. Hope you all are having a great Monday, great start to your week. And as everyone is coming into my live uh, feed um, and getting their questions ready, I want to make sure I talk to those who's watching me later on YouTube or listen later on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or I think I said Spotify. Yeah, if I didn't. Spotify as well. I want to say thank you all so much for watching and for listening. And for those who's been subscribed or been following me for a long time, I want to say thank you so much for y'all's continual support. It's an honor to serve you all through the gift that God has given me. As well as I want to say thank you uh, for those who clicked the video for the first time. Thank you for watching my video. <clears throat> Hope you're getting value from it. After you watch this video, you're like, man, this guy's vibe is cool. I might just want to go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and challenge you. Go ahead and subscribe. I'd love to have you part of my community online. But let's see who's all coming in to the uh, live feed. And if you're watching me live or you're watching later, uh, feel free to share um, to your friends or your haters. Um, and I hope they get something out of this video. So get your questions ready. <clears throat> I got about 15. Open the door. I got about 15 to 20 minutes. And then uh, I got to take my nephew to his uh, tryouts. What's up, coach? Yeah, they went, they, they stretching now. Yes, sir. You're welcome, boss. No problem. What's up, Miss D? What's going on, Queen M? What's going on, Aries? What's going on? Hope y'all well. Who's got the first question? I only got 15, 20 minutes now. 15, 20 minutes. Uh, oh, as we're talking, make sure y'all go check out. My wife and I just did our first vlog. Here we go. Breakfast with the Ezzies, man. Check it out. We got some new things coming um, on uh, the Ezzy Life YouTube channel. Here it is right here. If you want to uh, go ahead and subscribe to that channel, go to the Ezzy Life on YouTube. And there you'll be able to see all things that pertains to um, the Ezzy Life. Um, everything that pertains that I love of, of uh, fellowship, faith, friends, food, family, all that good stuff. So make sure you check it out. Make sure you check out this new video, Breakfast with the Ezzy's, over there on the Ezzy Life YouTube channel. Let's see who's here in the chat feed. Oh, here we go. Uh, Miss D says, how to not lose yourself while dating. Wow. We're going there early, huh? How to not lose yourself while dating? Well, basically, you got to find yourself. And the best way to find yourself is in God. Uh, fellowship in God is where you find who you are ultimately. It's where you find out what you was created to do in your purpose. Like I always tell people, if you don't know the person of God, you won't know your personality. And if you don't know your personality, you won't know your purpose. <clears throat> if you don't know your purpose, you won't know your person. Right. So you have to always make sure that you live life in a certain order. So how to not lose yourself? is to make sure that you find each other in God. See, my wife and I, we met while I was in the midst of my purpose. She was in the midst of her purpose. I was in the midst of my purpose. Her friend actually brought her into my Bible study. And while I was preaching, while I was delivering God's word, she met me there. We both met each other in the proximity or within the platform of our purpose. And in that, God was able to connect the dots that brought us together to be for us to tie the knot. And so you just have to ask yourself, have I found myself? If you haven't found yourself, you will lose yourself. So how to not lose yourself while dating? Get to know the attributes of God. Getting to know God is essential because the more you know about him, you'll be able to know his processes. His processes are pruning, developing, prep preparing, positioning you for success. But, but if you don't know who God is, you won't know yourself. And if you don't know yourself, you won't know your purpose. If you don't know your purpose, you won't know your person or the things or the peace that's supposed to be a part of your life. So you have to ask yourself, is this person in their purpose? Are you in your purpose? Are you uh, content in God? Listen, it's easy to lose yourself when you're not content. It's easy to lose yourself in anything when you're not content in God. God must be enough for you. If God's not enough for you, you won't be able to handle the stuff for you. 
If God's not enough for you, you won't be able to handle his stuff for you, right? So you have to make sure that you mold it, that you strengthen, that you content in God, that you don't mind being alone, that you see your uh, source and your and your essence in him. And no matter what's presented in front of you, you would be able to be able to test and discern and see if that's God's will. But you know you're about to lose yourself or set yourself up to lose yourself when, number one, you don't know God. Number two, you don't know yourself. <clears throat> number three, you don't know your purpose. And number four, you're not content in the things of God. But you always got to be led by the Spirit of God to make sure that you're not being led into something dead. Hope to help. Great questions off the gate. Make sure you get my book, Dating Prep. It's a great book, great resource um, for you. Let me go ahead and find a graphic. I don't think I have my graphic. Yeah, here it is. Make sure you get my book, Dating Prep. <clears throat> it's available now on Amazon. Just type in Josh Wesley. That book right there will, help, will ask you questions, man, because I tell people all the time. <clears throat> excuse me. I tell people all the time, hey, if you don't date God and date yourself, you're not going to be dateable. You got to date God. Dating God looks like this. Hey, God, I have a date and time where I frequently, consistently meet with you to find myself and to find out what you have for me to do. So when you date God and then you actually take some one on ones with yourself, date yourself and, and, and grow in love with yourself, then you're actually able to be dateable and marriageable, if that makes sense. Either you're either you allow God to mold you and make you marriageable or no matter who you match yourself with, it will be miserable. So get this book right now, Dating Prep. Great questions to ask yourself and ask the love of your life, potential love of your life, and see if y'all on the same page, the same paragraph, the same sentence on that page. Hope to help. Next question. Marquita Evans says, how to maintain deliverance? Wow. You maintain deliverance through two things, devotion and discipline. Um, when you in devotion to God, devotion has become one of those words that has lost its essence, has lost its um potency because everyone does devotions. No, devotions need to be deep dives. Devotions is how how can I better be devoted to God? How can I deepen my devotion to God? How can I get to know God at a deeper level level where I'm actually committed, <clears throat> consistent, and 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 really in this thing, right? But you maintain deliverance by trusting in the deliverer. You have to trust in Jesus, man, continuously. You have to watch and pray lest you too fall to temptation. You have to be wise. The Bible talks about when a demon has been cast out of a person, it goes away. And after some period of time, it comes back to the house. And when it sees the house is swept, it says, since that house hasn't been full, I'm going to go find seven demons greater than me to come uh, uh, occupy that person. And that person's last state will be worse than their former state. So in order to maintain deliverance, you got to ask yourself what contributed to this, this uh, uh, demonic oppression what what is what what was the conception? What was the, what were the contributing factors to it? And 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 find the core cause of it. And then when you repent and confess your sin, you fill yourself up with the word of God. You fill yourself up with the knowledge of God. The Bible says we cast down vain imaginings. Every thought that rises itself is knowledge of God. So if you don't know God, you're more susceptible to be to demonically oppressed and not be able to sustain the deliverance. <clears throat> but you must rely on a deliverer. Every day you have to make sure you in step with him. Every day you got to make sure um, that you're that you in sync, that you're acknowledging him in all your ways, that you're watching what you watch and you uh, uh, um, listening or discerning what you're listening to. And you're not allowing any and everything to influence you. That's how you maintain deliverance. And also what I do is every other week I do self-deliverance where I just make sure that anything that may have possibly followed me. Whatever, whatever, I get it off my shoulders. But I'll talk more about that. I have another book called World War Me. It's a book on my, I don't think I have the graphic here. It's another book on um, Amazon called World War Me. And it's a great resource, great tool that I think will be a blessing to you, help you better understand the whole armor of God and spiritual warfare. 
Tierra, what's going on? Uh, Tyra, I'm sorry if I spelled your name wrong. Give me one second. All right. Aries says, what does it mean to pray for your enemies? Well, the more you engage in the things of God, the more empathy builds. Um, imagine how Christ felt on the cross where he knew the names of the person that stripped his beard. He knew the names of the person who nailed the nails in his hands. He knew the name of the person that that, that wrote the king of the Jews over him. And, and he uttered these last words. One of his last words was, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Um, there's something about empathy for your enemy. And, and empathy for your enemy means that you don't wish that anyone goes to hell, right? So what it means that when it comes to praying for your enemies, you anytime you have a negative thought towards them, do not be tempted to wish punish, to wish pain on them. At that moment, instead, pray for them. That helps you have the right heart towards them. That helps you not to get so caught up in what they did to you. You always keep a positive outlook, even from your even when it comes to your enemies. That will help you. <clears throat> but so many people, every time they think about the enemy, they wish pain on them. No, you want to wish salvation on them, right? And 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 just keep going about your life and. Usually, I don't pray for people unless their names dropped in my spirit, unless they're in my family. In my family, it's automatic prayers. But other people outside that, friends, family, or foe, that's not within my inner circle uh, and, and, and whatnot. I just, whenever the Holy Spirit drops it in my heart, whether it's enemy, whether it's friend, um, I pray for them. Um, but uh, pray for them because engagement with God gives you the heart of God. And then your enemies you have empathy for and that you actually wish it for their salvation, wish it to turn from their ways and hopefully don't suffer any consequences that come their way. Great questions, y'all. Divine 15 says, hey, coach, I really want to fast so bad spiritually. I can't wait to check. Let me see if you wrote something else. Let's see. I didn't write anything else. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, nope. Divine, hey, coach, I really want to fast so bad spiritually. I can't wait to check. Well, fasting is one of those things that you have to fundamentally understand um, that it must be through the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Uh, fasting can be dangerous uh, because if you fast, there's been people who fast 40 days, ate a steak and passed away immediately. Because if you're not knowledgeable what you're doing, you could be doing it for selfish reason. The Bible says some people pray to consume their own lust. What that means is some people just only do the spiritual things for their own selfish gain. So you got to make sure your heart is right and your heart is in tune and that you allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you into when he wants you to fast. There's nothing wrong with intermittent fasting and stuff like that for health purposes. But when it comes to spiritual purposes, you have to understand that fasting's main objective is for you to get closer to the answer, capital A, and not the answers you're looking for. So many people only want to get close to God to see what's in the hand of God. That people only want to get close to him for selfish reasons. No, fasting is realigning myself to the person and purposes of God and, 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 and build a fervency and a power that enables me to do my purpose at an even more effective and higher level. So don't anything you want badly is probably bad for you. So make sure that you want it accurately. Make sure you want it genuinely and not badly, my friend. Hope that helps. Queen M says... How should I spread God's word? I want to start a TikTok channel to do it. Any tips on where I should start? Great question, Queen. What I will say is, is uh, first find your skill. Your well, not your skill. Find your talent. Talent. Everyone has been gifted with talent, but everyone doesn't have skill. Skill is taking your talent to the next level. Skills are also things that you surround your talent with that supports your talent and makes your talent even uh, even better. 
So what I would do is I would find your base uh, talent. My talent is that I'm a wordsmith. I'm very good with words. I'm very good with advice. I'm very good with connecting with people. Right. So in those different sectors, I know now what are my means? My means are YouTube. My means are books. My means are podcasts. My means are one on one coaching or group coaching, counseling, etc. So when I know my means now, I got to make sure that my heart is molded, because if you do anything, if you do any ministry through any means without the right molded heart, then you're going to fold in the process. So what I would do is. I will say, God, I'm going to start with you. I will take about two weeks to spend time with God, two weeks to really just sit in his presence, two weeks to really just just, just get yourself fine-tuned, build rhythms and disciplines that surround your devotion to God, deepening it for, for you to really be uh, making him your delight uh, because then your desires will be honored. Uh, but if you feel led by the Holy Spirit to start a TikTok channel, do it. And but just master what that platform offers. It's a smaller platform means that you got to be quick. Uh, educate yourself about the technology. Practice with it. Most people, when they start ministry, they look for the, the, a certain outcome. Never do a ministry. Don't do anything looking for uh, millions of followers first. No, you look for mastery, not millions. Look for mastery because if you master your craft, the many will come, right? But the word of God says, let's keep it above. The Bible says, if he be lifted up, he'll draw them in. So don't worry about how many people you'll draw to your channel. Just master your craft, master the platform, and make sure you're genuine in ministry, and the rest will take care of itself, my friend. The truest champ says, <clears throat> hello, coach. How do we come back from a recent failure? Great question. Amnesia. Simple as that. Uh, failure is a part of success. You, uh, nobody who ever succeeded, succeeded without failure. Failure is failure is actually one of the greatest teachers. Failure is probably the greatest teacher because you found that that wasn't a way to do it. Failure also, if you have the right mindset, will actually lead you to find the right answer, right? So you have to look at it like uh, uh, I'm bouncing back with intel now. I'm bouncing back with knowledge. <clears throat> I'm bouncing back with what not to do. Or I'm bouncing back with the opportunity to find out from God what was the best angle or the way I should have handled this going forward. So you come back from a recent failure by realizing that you're not a failure. Never allow yourself to be identified by a mistake. Most people, they identify themselves by the mistakes they made or the failures they made. And now they identify themselves with that. No, you made a mistake. Mistakes and failures are great opportunities to learn for you to, uh, uh, to operate differently going forward. So you come back knowing that, hey, this time I won't uh, uh, um, fail. <clears throat> and But you have to expect failure, man. I love failing. I don't I mean, want to make sure I make that clear. I don't love failing over and over again. If I fail at something at my first attempt, I'm glad because I know, hey, there's a better way. But I'm not going to make the same failures. Now, if you keep making the same failures, then you got to get to the root. You got to find the root cause of why you keep failing in that area. And then ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and direction and guide you out of that. But you come back by realizing that you are identified not in failure, but in faith. You are identify, you identify yourself in, in the follow through of Christ, not the failures of yourself. Because Christ didn't fail, we can prevail. Hope that helps. We got a super chat. Oh, Andre Drake, thank you for your support. I really appreciate you. Well, that's my 15 minutes. Family first, y'all. I got to get him to this, to this basketball practice. Um, I know this is shorter than normal, but I hope y'all got some of this live Q&A. Make sure y'all check um, check out uh, all my books on my website, imunplugged.com. 
You can get all my books, card games, resources there. Also check out my Life Work Teachable page um, where you can find three free courses there. All this on my website, Dating Prep, the book, my other book, The Purpose of Singleness, also The Purpose of Freedom, and also my latest book, Counterfeit or Counterpart, How to Discern uh, What Should Be a Part of Your Life. And make sure you check out me and my wife's newest blog, Breakfast with the Ezzies, on the Ezzy Life YouTube channel. Make sure y'all check it out. I'll see y'all next time. Y'all be blessed.